This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For the Dallas Morning News, I'm Christopher Wynn, and this is a special audio report. Deadly Fake. 30 Days Inside Fentanyl's Grip on North Texas. Every day this month, the news is publishing stories that examine the local fentanyl crisis, from the families affected by this drug to the medical community and government agencies trying to manage the problem. And in the space we are listening right now, we're dropping these occasional audio reports throughout September. We want to introduce you to some of the journalists working on this project so they can tell you about the stories that have moved them the most. You can read all of this good work, plus see photos and videos at dallasnews.com slash deadlyfake. Today, we're going to hear from staff writer Maggie Prosser. Hi, my name is Maggie Prosser. I'm a staff writer here at the Dallas Morning News, where I cover courts, cops, crime, and how that impacts our community. So I've been reporting on fentanyl for a little bit over a year now. I'm originally from Ohio. I went to college in Appalachia, where I saw firsthand the devastating effects of the pharmaceutical opioid crisis. This past winter, my colleague Sharon Grigsby received a tip from a source about an impending federal criminal complaint against two people who had allegedly dealt drugs to Carrollton Farmers Branch, middle schoolers and high schoolers. In the federal complaint, we learned that at least three kids had died and six others had overdosed from fentanyl pills disguised as oxycodone. There's been at least one more death and a couple overdoses at Carrollton Farmers Branch schools since then. And the Deadly Fake Project ended up being the perfect platform to tell a more in-depth story about what happened in Carrollton, what happened at Turner, and how the school is moving forward. This story is really told from the perspective of teachers, uh, the school security officer, administrators, and students who lived through the overdose crisis at their school. It really hits home on the compounding issues that are facing educators today to not only mentor their students and nurture their growth, but also keep them alive. When dealing with the school, it's often really hard to get access. So I went back and forth with the district about what kind of information and what kind of access they would give me. I ended up speaking first to the school resource officer, who is a Carrollton police officer. I had just started at Turner. Obviously, as police officers, we had heard of fentanyl. Well, to us, it was a problem that was far away. <laughs> but uh, once we started hearing, okay, there might be some fentanyl here in North Texas, uh, we certainly didn't think it was going to hit Carrollton, right? But, uh, and I didn't think Turner. 
And from there, I reached out to tons of teachers, the former principal, students on social media. A lot of the other reporting came from the federal criminal complaints against the alleged dealers that provide some really insightful details into what was happening at this house that was only minutes from the high school. This spring, Texas U.S. Senator John Cornyn actually sat in R.L. Turner's library surrounded by books. This legislation is really sort of an omnibus piece of legislation designed to deal with interdiction. He had a roundtable with vested local authorities and some parents and even a student. This was the first time that I had gotten to hear the student perspective. This was a girl, then a sophomore, who had walked into a bathroom to find a classmate, making a very distinctive gurgling sound that she recognized as a fentanyl overdose. It was frightening, but I knew to get help. We had seen a video at school where they told us how to recognize signs of someone overdosing. The student who was overdosing was revived with three doses of Narcan. And on the third dose, she was awake and alert enough after not breathing to lift herself onto a gurney. Listening to that girl's story was really impactful because it shows how these overdoses are not only affecting the kids who survive them or who die from them, but also affecting those around them. I think what you'll gather from reading the Turner story is a lot of conclusions about how this drug is so pervasive and that dealers don't respect municipal county lines. Rather, this is an issue that's plaguing all of our school-aged kids and that everyone needs to be aware of and not dismiss as this age-old adage of not here, not my kids. Fentanyl does not only affect one kind of person or one kind of place, it really is happening everywhere and it's happening in all of our schools, not just those in Carrollton. You can read Maggie Prosser's story right now at dallasnews.com slash deadlyfaith. And keep checking back. We'll be dropping new stories every day this month. You'll also find a link on the website to share your own stories with us. Today's episode was produced by Christian Vasquez. And if you want to hear more of our special audio reports and listen to our daily news roundup, then just search for the Dallas Morning News wherever you get your podcast. You'll also find links to all of our audio content, along with a special membership offer just for listeners at dallasnews.com listen. For the news, I'm Christopher Wynn. We'll talk soon. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.